Welcome to the Ortho Eval Pal Podcast, where we can help you build confidence with your orthopedic evaluation and management skills. We hope you enjoy the show. And now, for your host, Paul Marquis. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 134 of the Ortho Eval Pal Podcast. And today we're going to be talking about how effective are tennis elbow straps. All right, they're effective. Bye now. Have a nice day. No, no, just kidding. Just kidding. There's something about having a snowstorm right now. A snowstorm, I'm telling you, of about six to eight inches on May 9th. Um, that's making me a little bit crazy. So uh, I am freaking out a little bit about that, seeing we only have about three months of summer here. But uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about the effectiveness of tennis elbow straps. And I may need to get myself one because I'm shoveling so much snow. It's crazy. Um, but uh, no, let's get on a serious note now. Let's talk about who is going to benefit from the use of tennis elbow straps. We'll talk a little bit about the research and, and what the research says about the effectiveness of tennis elbow straps or straps used for lateral epicondylitis. You've also heard of counterforce bracing, and uh, that's a term that I'll be using today also. We're going to talk about when not to use a counterforce brace, and we'll also talk about you know what types seem to be more effective than others and this comes from a lot of uh, you know experience more so than research research is very mixed about which braces are the best but I'll give you my explanation on why I feel certain braces are better than others and we'll be talking about a whole lot more but if you want to hold for a minute we're going to uh, hear a word from our sponsors before we continue on do you experience leg and foot fatigue when standing for long periods of time a main doctor and the company he founded, Mainly Technology Group, have created a high-tech, all-terrain, chemical-free sock designed to reduce fatigue. The Easy Glider Sock has a graduated compression weave to keep blood flowing and to keep you energized. Created by Dr. Lee Thibodeau, the Easy Glider is also frictionless, lightweight, warm, extremely durable, and wicks away moisture. The socks will stay fresh for days, thanks to the organic antimicrobial agent, Kytosan. Easy Glider is the only sock you'll ever need for sports, work, and leisure. To find out more, visit EasyGliderSocks.com. That's EasyGliderSocks.com. Did you know that over 90% of foot and ankle problems are caused by a tight calf muscle? Introducing the Easy Slant, a durable, adjustable, and portable calf stretching device. The Easy Slant was designed to increase stretching compliance and get you back on your feet and feeling better faster. So if you work with patients seeking to ease or avoid foot pain or clients who want to improve their athletic performance, look no further. Visit EasySlant.com to learn more or order yours today. Enter coupon code OEP for a 10% discount on your first Easy Slant. Welcome back. So, you know, tennis elbow or and or lateral epicondylitis is a super common problem. And to be totally honest with you, it's one of the most dreaded diagnoses that I treat. Uh, they can be very, very difficult to treat because oftentimes they come as a result or people develop them as a result of doing overuse type activities. And generally, this is this comes with work and or sports. And some people are forced to do one or the other or both. And uh, therefore, they, they feel like they need to continue to work through it and it just progressively gets worse. And it just it, it's very hard to, uh, to, to take care of and to heal up. But I'm going to talk about tennis elbow straps and how they can be an adjunct to the way that you uh, treat this. So I've, I've previously done a podcast on tennis elbow. I think I called it lateral elbow pain. Quote, unquote, it's not 
always tennis elbow. So we talk about the, the mimicking factors that look like lateral epicondylitis. And uh, so I'll put the link uh, to that podcast in the show notes. And just for those of you who have started recently with me, even if it's been in the last you know, six months to a year, it seems like when I switched my podcasting station, there was something that got lost uh, in the transfer. And many folks don't even realize that I have a ton of content and many episodes, um, you know, before like, let's say episode 80. And um, so don't be afraid to get back to the beginning, listen to some of those episodes. A lot of them have the basics and the background of why I'm doing what I'm doing and uh, a lot of the basics to the diagnoses that we talk about evaluating. So tennis elbow affects up to 50% of tennis players throughout their career but fewer than 50, fewer than 5% of the people are diagnosed with tennis elbow who are actually tennis players so we see more people who do repetitive strain type activities like electricians carpenters baseball players people who are competitive cross stitchers i'm just kidding i just made that up but if there was a such a thing as competitive cross-stitching, they would have tennis elbow for sure. Um, and anybody who does repetitive gripping, especially when you're gripping small objects, okay? So like dental hygienists with small tools, um, gripping and really doing fine motor coordination activities or people who work at, you know, in the bracing industry where they make small wires and bend wires and manipulate them by hand all the time, those folks are at high risk of developing uh, lateral epicondylitis or tennis elbow. So who are the folks that benefit the most from a tennis elbow strap? Well, it's people who have isolated tendinous discomfort at the origin of the extensor muscles at the elbow, okay, the lateral elbow. So if you palpate the lateral epicondyle, the extensor carpi radialis brevis attaches there. That tendinous uh, origin is usually where people have lateral epicondylitis. And those are the folks who will do best with a tennis elbow strap. Now, remember, every time you grip or grasp, especially with an outstretched arm, so your elbow is in full extension, your arm is in the pronated position, and you go to grab something out in front of you, like maybe a jar of spaghetti or a piece of wood that is sitting uh, on the ground, and you try to pick it up with your hand. So gripping with an outstretched arm usually increases that person's discomfort quite a bit. So anybody who does that type of thing and has isolated pain at the lateral epicondyle, those folks will do best with the brace. Remember, this is a repetitive overload problem and it stresses the origin. Okay. So try this on yourself right now. Like just take your left arm and I want you to have your hand open, so kind of in the pronated position with your hand down on something. Now, don't try this if you're riding a bike or anything like that right now. But, you know, when you have a second, give this a twirl. Okay, so you open up your left hand, and then you place your right index and middle finger over the extensor muscle group, about an inch distal to the lateral epicondyle. Now, make sure that your fingers are perpendicular to the muscle belly. Then what I want you to do is I want you to squeeze down on that muscle belly quite firmly, and then I want you to make a grip. Close your left hand and basically make a grip, and you will feel the pressure of that extensor mechanism push up into your index and middle finger, and that's what you are looking for when you are fitting somebody with a tennis elbow strap. So it's simple. You have the patient do an activity with that arm outstretched and you have them grab something. You put your fingers over there and you have them do the same thing and you ask, does it feel stronger and is there less pain? 
and what I typically ask the patient, I don't, I don't tell, I don't ask them that, but I, I'll say, what do you feel? And this would be much more accurate because the patient will say that, oh, you know, I feel stronger. I feel like I can grip more and it's less painful so I can grip more. And that's a good indicator that these folks will do well with a, uh, with a tennis elbow strap. And sometimes I'll even put one on them in the clinic and have them do a couple activities. You will know right away. It's, it's very immediate, okay? Because remember, every time you grip and, and squeeze, it pulls really hard at that lateral epicondyle and that overstress and overuse really causes irritation there, okay? That gets all inflamed and becomes very painful. But if you put the counter force over the muscle belly, the force will go through the strap and not through the origin as much. It'll be much more comfortable. So research has shown that tennis elbow straps are really effective um, in decreasing pain and increasing grip strength in patients with tennis elbow. And I will have uh, the abstract to a study in the show notes, and uh, it'll be a link, so you can just click on it and you can review that abstract that uh, shows pretty definitively that they are helpful. I really like using tennis elbow straps, but there are instances when tennis elbow straps are not effective, okay? So a couple examples, radial tunnel syndrome. Remember, that posterior neurosseous nerve um, is is irritated and inflamed, and you put a tennis elbow strap over that. That's going to be very uncomfortable. Uh, so people with ten- radial tunnel syndrome do not do well. They'll actually get worse, and um, you know, you'll know within a day. If they absolutely hate the tennis elbow strap and they feel like that extensor wad is just much more painful, okay? Um, And then people who have ridiculous symptoms, like from C6, they can have that lateral arm discomfort, uh, you know, C6 nerve root compression. So if they have that, putting a tennis elbow strap will not be effective. And um, I'll be honest, I've had a lot of patients who are sent to me with lateral elbow pain, but they have a herniated disc in their neck. So it's important that you do cervical spine clearing just to rule um, those things out. Now, some may think that using a tennis elbow strap can decrease the blood flow to the arm uh, and therefore decrease healing, and that's really not true. I would never put the strap on so tight that it causes complete occlusion of blood flow. And, um, you know, if the hand turns completely blue and uh, they're not they're losing function, they've got significant paresthesias, the brace is definitely too tight, all right? But if you really think about it, when, you know, a lot of people do blood flow restriction training for upper extremity and lower extremity injuries, and you're, you're decreasing blood flow to the area, uh, you're not causing an occlusion, but you're restricting it some. Um, and uh, you can use blood flow restriction training because you don't have to use such high loads. You could do low loads with high repetitions and still get the effect that, uh, you know, out of the strengthening and the hypertrophy and whatnot. So, you know, if you're using blood flow restriction for things like this, then that decrease in blood flow is not going to be harmful to the area, okay? I'm a bigger advocate of teaching people postural exercises um, to also help, uh, you know, blood flow to the upper extremity. So having a, a strap on will not decrease the blood flow to that uh, muscle group and uh, will not cause any harm. So, you know, there are so many different types of counterforce braces out there and different types of straps. I mean, probably thousands of them. And what I want to do is explain to you today why I feel certain types of braces work better than others. Now, if you think about sleeves, a lot of people like to put a sleeve over the elbow um, to act as a complete counterforce. Um, but the problem with elastic sleeves is that they give, okay? And unlike putting your fingers on that muscle group and having the pressure go through your fingers or through the brace, um, that elastic will give and not act as a counterforce. So I like a more rigid 
type of uh, strap that doesn't have as much give. So what you do is you put it on the patient, you have them grip a couple times, and they should feel that pressure under the strap, pushing right into the strap, and that's an effective um, brace. And, and you know, when we talk about counterforce, that's what it is. It's a counterforce brace. Now, the problem with the more rigid braces is, is that they are harder to put on. They're, they may not stay on as well at first. So I usually take uh, the, the type that I like and uh, I'll put it around a bottle for the night or I'll have patients put it around a bottle or a dowel just to, to get it so that it's rounded like the arm. But once you've used it a couple of times, it'll conform to your arm and um, fit really well. And a lot of people like to put on a uh, an elastic sleeve because it's easy. It might be a little bit more comfortable, but they may not be quite as effective um, with force distribution. Like I have, you know, I have so many listeners who have asked me what products I like. And so I've, you know, and everything from elbow braces to orthotics to walker boots to cervical traction devices. I've had all the questions about all these devices that I've been using all these years. And um, so what I finally decided to do was put a, a a list of all of the braces and devices that I like to use together and um, with links so that if you are interested in it, you can go ahead and get that. Um, I, I figured, you know, if I'm going to be talking and promoting some of these products that I've used for 20 plus years um, that... I, you know, I might as well share it with you folks out there. Um, I am an affiliate, but that does not increase the price of these products anymore. So, um, again, I'm doing it more for a convenience for you folks. Um, so I'll have uh, some of the links in the show notes on what braces I like uh, to use. And I'm also going to have a full page on my website very soon where you can go and take a look at the different types of devices that I like to use and um, maybe even use them yourselves, either with your patients or uh, on yourself. And so uh, that will all be coming very soon. Now, when it comes to recommended use of a tennis elbow strap, um, it's important that you don't wear this strap all day long, okay? Um, When fitting the strap, it's got to be tight enough so you feel pressure when you grip, uh, but not so loose that it's not effective and uh, and it doesn't give you that counterforce. It's important that you put this strap below the crease of the elbow on the forearm so that you don't... um, Number one, put it over the origin itself and cause an irritation, but so that you can still use the arm and and flex and extend the elbow without it getting pinched in there. Um, So it's important that you take this brace off, you know, when you're not using your arm that much. So if you're doing some sort of work, maybe you're doing a lot of writing or you're a dental hygienist and you're uh, cleaning some teeth, it's important that you take it off once in a while, give your arm a rest. Um, If you're having lunch, maybe you're taking a break, take it off and um, just let your arm rest a little bit. There's nothing wrong with doing that, but I don't recommend wearing them all day long. Your arm might get a little bit tired of having that kind of pressure on it all the time. Um, So that, folks, is the show on tennis elbow straps. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, And, you know, the the, the content will continue to come. I'm working on this uh, diligently. And uh, thank you so much for listening to the show. If you would, uh, you know, give us a rating and review on the podcast station that you listen to, um, that really helps me grow the show. And um, if you, you know, have any interest in donating to the show because this is time consuming, um, it is expensive, I do need uh, some new equipment equipment here, um, please feel free to hit the donate link in the show notes and or if you're on our YouTube 
station, you'll see that in the banner there is a uh, donate button there. That would be greatly appreciated as I continue to try to bring this uh, wonderful content to you folks. Um, so make sure you do check out the links in the show notes um, so that you can get access to our website and all kinds of other helpful information. And um, I hope that you all uh, enjoyed uh, Orthway Valpal today. Uh, take care. We hope you've enjoyed the show. For some more awesome content, go to orthoevalpal.com. Can't wait to see you there.